ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what's going on? It's your boy, Dwayne, the Prince of Botch. Welcome to yet another episode of Life's a Botch Podcast. And, well, you already know today is a very, very dope day. It's a dope month, ladies and gentlemen. It is Black History Month. And you know what that means. It's Black History history month which means we gonna cover each episode i'm gonna bring a guest on for you guys where i'm gonna do a little something different you know in honor of black history month i'm bring on a different type of guest or personal friend of mine's uh that basically we're gonna talk about a significant black historic wrestler that has impacted them individually and uh basically just to get y'all views on uh, touching on celebrating black wrestlers, past, present, future, all that good stuff. Uh, because, you know, just needs to be done, man. I mean, you know, uh, shout out to the WWE, but sometimes it just kind of show the same old wrestlers, you know what I mean? And so sometimes it's like other wrestlers that don't get talked about or covered as much. So on this first series, I got my man, my oos, my homie, my ultimate tag team partner, as you know him, you love him. He's your favorite neighborhood bad guy slash heel, you already know, devilish grin and all. My boy, the one, the only, Josh Gresham from Gresh Unleashed. And of course, you already know him as a residential gamer, also known as Josh. What's going on, man? How you doing? The boys are back. No, I ain't finna steal dead lock. <laughs> what is going on with you? What is going on? What What's is going, going on? on What's going on? Who's glad no. to have you back, my no. friend? Gresh Unleashed may be on a a hiatus briefly, but I will. I always love to come on and and kick it with my boy. Cause for sure, why for not? Sure. Why not? Uh, why not? You know what I mean? We, 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 you know, they love this collab. So, you know, we got to give it to them yet, uh, yet again. You know what I mean? And uh, it was only appropriate to bring you on for the first episode of this series. You know what I'm saying? So uh, week number one of Black History Month in wrestling. Uh, we're going to interview and have a sit down with my Oos here. So Oos, this is about you today, more so than wrestling. You know, we just tying some wrestling into this. So yes, uh, Mr. Gresham, sir, uh, talk to us, man. Who is... <laughs> Why you sound like Biggie? <laughs> hey, you know, it's that Biggie effect. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gresham, <laughs> uh, sir, <laughs> tell us who uh, is your influence uh <laughs> who is your special influence what black wrestler or black wrestlers if it's more than one uh what black wrestlers have impacted you personally in you know whether it's your lifestyle and how you carry yourself today or more so just as a fan of wrestling what black wrestler influenced and impacted you growing up Honestly, I, pro- I probably had uh, two who kind of influenced certain parts of my life because as mm-hmm. we reach that middle, like if you're in your late 20s, because I'm reaching the late 20s stage, mm-hmm. you kind of are in that tr- transition to where, okay, some people have affected you at a younger age, some people affected you now. Mm-hmm. So growing up, I'll always be looking at guys like The Rock, 
like guy because mm-hmm. a lot of people they be like, oh, he's Samoan, he's half Samoan, FYI, but he's mainly black. His dad is black. Rest in peace, soul man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you kind of look at him because you kind of like that's that's probably like a cliche used like oh people like oh I eat the rock but you look at him when he was in wrestling and look at him now like as mm. a wrestling fan he 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 gave you that confidence that oozing because my favorite variation of the rock was hollywood rock because he didn't care what he said he was just <laughs> all over the place he was hilarious and Absolutely. i loved that version of the rock more so than the other version um mm. And then when you look at how he is now as a as he's basically a content creator, but on a global scale, he's all he's an actor, but he's also a content creator like he has, I believe, was the seven buck production studios or something like that. So he he's tying him his that company to multiple su- successful off um projects like the Jumanji reboot and all that stuff. So it's like, yo. And I believe they recently bought the XFL. So he's basically, and he just released his own wine. So he's a various, he he is successful in that. So you kind of look at guys like him as, okay, he is, he, that's someone you expire, aspire to be like. Not exactly like, like flow for flow, bar for bar. Shout out Soldier Boy. But <laughs> so, someone you want to be like, okay, this is the grind that you want to be on because that man be up at like two or three o'clock in the morning grinding and yes. then he'll go to sleep at midnight the next night. So it's like, he probably mm-hmm. get like four hours of sleep. Cause he got to be a content creator, an actor, a father, a husband, and then do it all over again. And yes. that's some, and he even gets in his, his workout routine and I do so myself. So you'll see me working out like maybe two or three o'clock in the morning because that's who I am mm-hmm. and that's who I became. But also so, someone who I also look like, look back to aspire to be like, was Ron Simmons. Ron mm. Simmons, uh, before Rick. he was, he was obligated to just saying, damn. Yes. WWE, former, the first ever African-American WCW heavyweight champion mm-hmm. and former, uh, he former tag team wrestler, rest in peace to Butch Reed. He he was his former tag team partner. He just died the, the time of this recording due to heart failure. So he's another black man that um was a success, but also a forgotten success in history. But Ron Simmons, yes. um, he he was that guy that you be like, okay, I can do that one day. So mm-hmm. it's like those two, the Ron Simmons and the and the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. For those mm-hmm. who don't know who the Rock is. I don't know why you wouldn't, but <laughs> those two are ones I can consider myself as, okay, I aspire to be like in my everyday life mm-hmm. and honestly being a content creator and, and just really push the limits because it's only so far that you being a black content creator or a black person in life, in society that you can go so it's like okay let's see how far i can push this needle and how far i can push this boundary and looking up to guys like dwayne johnson and ron simmons you like okay let's get it because if they can do it i can do it oh yeah yeah i i love both of those choices um as you mentioned with the rock that's for obvious reasons uh generally that's an answer uh you know audience going forth uh, for the rest of the series. That's definitely an answer. 
you're probably going to hear most commonly because it's it's kind of a no-brainer, uh, especially for our generation, because again, that's right around our generation of catching the rock for sure. Um, you know, so it's 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 kind of like the LeBron James effect, you know, when people in this era of LeBron James grew up with him, obviously he's going to be their favorite basketball player of all time, much like the Michael Jordan heads who like were up in his era. And like Kobe and all these. Kobe, exactly. Yeah. So, so for The Rock, he is kind of like our LeBron James, Kobe, and Michael Jordan rolled into one in a way. Uh, as of now, you know, he's kind of our modern day version of that in pro wrestling. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, because of all the other ventures like LeBron that he's done uh, and continues to do. So I love those, those choices. Now, Ron Simmons is definitely one. Uh, I love that you gave that answer because a lot of people, I don't think have brought him up enough. A lot of people have shafted him into that box that the WWE has for the past decade. Mm-hmm. All he, all he do is show up and comedically says, damn to whatever mm-hmm. random skit that they give you. But yes. a lot of people don't really know that to go back in history that he was a wrestler around a time where people of color weren't really mm-hmm. accepted in that as a top guy. Yes. Come you didn't on, really man. see guys being put on the top until late 90s, early 2000s. You didn't really see that. So when you mm-hmm. saw someone like Ron Simmons push to the top, and mm-hmm. he held the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. You're like, damn, that's that's like pun intended. Damn, but that's good yes. because you see him with his work ethic, and if you really follow his, because he was obligated as a tag team because they put him in it. They they always put us in a tag team to kind of just say, okay, you're a good hand. That's it. But the the, the flip it, the flip the switch, and to put him as the top guy. As mm-hmm. the world champion, the face of the company for the time, even though the company was slowly dying, you got to put that out there. But to see him, the workhorse and yes. the ability to him to go to the top of the mountain, yes, at least once in his career before he was obligated to the WWE with, with their shenanigans, mm-hmm. you were you like, okay, I can't help but appreciate that. That's the first name that came to my mind. When I asked this question. I'm like, mm-hmm. outside of the Rock, Ron Simmons, because he was the he was at, he actually made it to the top yes and that that's what the and you you and it's so many guys that you can put out there you can put out Ron the truth killings our truth because mm-hmm. he former nwa world's heavyweight champion it's so mm-hmm. many guys that made it to the top that you aspire to be and you can inspire to be like and once you really break the shell that has been placed around them yes you can really dig into the the source and the core and the surface of what is really there. So mm-hmm. I got to put Ron Simmons in, up, up there. Oh yeah, one of my top guys. Absolutely, and and again, um, phenomenal answer for sure. So I guess what I'll take uh, the rest of this is I will ask you this question now. Given uh, the evolution, um, what? How do you feel the evolution of today's black wrestler has evolved since the days of Ron Simmons and The Rock and all of those uh, who have kind of paved way for a community, a new community of black uh, female and male wrestlers all across? Um, What would you say is the evolution of the black wrestler today? I think the evolution of it now is the fact that we no longer take BS. And the reason mm-hmm. why I say it like that is because 
even though those in charge, even those those in charge, the pe- the actions of those in charge, they don't really, they haven't really changed much. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll put the black guy on the top or the black woman on top because it's 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 a trend. Mm-hmm. Because and people who know me, I, I may be controversial with this, but they didn't really have a whole a heap of black champions in the WWE until mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter became a global phenomenon once again during 2020. You didn't really see a Keith Lee. You didn't really see a Sasha Banks. You didn't really see a who else is on top? Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. as a cha- as a champion. You had run our uh, truth as the twenty four seven champion, but they 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 were laughing at it. They yeah. weren't. It wasn't a respectful thing. But yeah. then when you when you when you saw us actually take back control of what we we do, I'm not even talking short term as twenty twenty. I'm talking about back back to 2017, 2016, mm. 2015. You didn't really start seeing us on top until we took back that control. It's like, okay, yo, we we're 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 great as as everyone, if not better. Mm. So it changed for the better now because we we decided to stop taking it taking it to taking it just taking it in the butt, taking it on the on the on the hand, like you're a good mm-hmm. hand. No, 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 no. I'm the best. I'm the, I'm the greatest. I can be who you ever want to be. We could turn pages and you can you can rob my nuts later. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna be on the I'm gonna be the top guy and I'm gonna be the best that I can be. Cause names that come to mind that has changed the game is the likes of Big Swole, Chris mm-hmm. Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh for those who who don't really this is outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. You got you got so many so much black excellence taking charge. You got the hurt business. Mm-hmm. MVP was came back for a one off and he turned 2020 into his best year in my opinion. So mm, come on, man. So it's like, and that's and that's because he rejuvenated three talents that weren't really going anywhere. You had yeah, Bobby. Yeah, he, he started off with Bobby Lashley, then he brought in Shelton Benjamin, and then he brought in Cedric Alexander. And look mm-hmm. at them all dripped in gold. So mm-hmm. it's or silver and red if you're talking about the raw titles. But mm-hmm. my point is, it's like you didn't really see a lot. Like you didn't really see a lot of black excellence until we took that narrative back. We like uh-huh. yo, and this is not this is not black privilege. This is facts. Mm-hmm. We are they they are taking it back. They make guys like me. I'm 26. I'm like okay. They they have me moments where I'm like okay. I want to get in there and take a bump. Mm-hmm. And 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 become a champ if I want to. I got mm-hmm. I, I got the cardio. I got the physical appearance. I, I, if I want to, I'll I'll do it. But mm-hmm. and but I'm being realistic. I'm I'm probably not. But anyway, <laughs> but it's like stuff like that makes you appreciate yes. that the fact that all this is possible. So I yes, totally black black people people of color have take charge in the business. Mm. I to- I totally have to agree with you here. And I mean, even though we went outside of WWE, the most recent memory for sure is uh to see Bianca Belair uh winning the Royal like, Rumble. How could I making, Bianca Belair? You know, making history, right? At such a young age, uh a woman she, who she is even, the first black woman, second black Royal Rumble winner. The Rock is the first. Mm-hmm. The first, indeed. And uh and I mean, even with that, uh, it's in the books. But as we saw, they kind of tried to write that off a little bit. Oh yeah, they know, tried. The they tried to you like, know? oh, her, both her feet hit the floor. Yeah, this that and third. I'm like, 
you just don't. And want he, to see even with the rock, even with the rock, even with the rock, you know, the rock was, did botch that a little bit because he, he, he was supposed to hold his feet in, but it, it's like, no, yeah. yeah. But record books show Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. As the Rock the, won the Royal Rumble. Exactly. Um, and and just stay mad to see that right is. A beautiful thing because again with like you said with the, the typical prototypical mold uh bianca Belair doesn't look like charlotte doesn't look like tori wilson trish stratus or the typical ones that you saw that were pretty much the face a kelly kelly you know all of those eras of wwe where you pushed that yeah. top woman you know, and as you mentioned, even the Sasha Banks who currently sits on top. Because if you, if you um, look at Sasha Banks's um, track record, mm-hmm. she hasn't really had that many successful runs. This is her most successful run mm-hmm. on top as a women's champion. And you, that's not really saying much when her last few reigns ended in less than a month. Less than a month, weeks. exactly. And so it's kind of like, you'd be like, oh, business as usual. And they'll put mm-hmm. it right back on a Charlotte or put it back on a, not even discrediting Becky because I'm a fan of Becky, putting mm-hmm. it back on a Becky. They never really put the t- the focal point on Sasha until mm-hmm. she said, until she controlled her own narrative. Because if you look back, mm-hmm. Sasha left. She did. After WrestleMania, I believe that was 2019, she left. Mm-hmm. And she came back, she said, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. I am tired of this. She left, she took her ball, she went home, she took a vacation, she re- she. Re, I guess rebuilt the the passion in her stomach for the business because I believe she was if 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 I'm being honest with you if I were her I probably would have left the way they treated her yeah okay so it's like okay she took the ball and her confidence has grown now she's in the Mandalorian and now she's mm-hmm. she's doing this and doing that she's she's taking back her narrative she's like okay I'm the boss I'm the standard I'm the best in the world. And then no one can tell me different. And that is the mindset we have to be as people of color in the business and content creating. It's like, I'm taking the narrative. This is me. This is who I am. That's why seeing success stories like Sasha, Bianca, uh, who else? Like Bobby Lashley, the Hurt Business. I'm like, I'm taking back control of my narrative. And yes. anyone and anyone trying to discredit that or try to say, "Oh, you're a fool for that," I will have I will be a happy fool in control of my narrative while you keep continue to stay there, stay, sitting over there at your computer, staying mad. That's just me, and that was my mindset in 2020 when this pandemic hit, and then 2021, it's it's been turned up a whole nother level, and there's nothing else anyone could do about it. Come on, man. <laughs> and and that being said, man, um, again, this is why I felt the need to do this in a series form, you know. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to this, um, this is going to be a little different than typical episodes. Because, again, this is in tribute to Black wrestling talent, male and female, uh, throughout Black History Month. Each week, I'm going to bring you an episode with a different guest where I sit down and talk to them about who influenced uh, them uh, growing up, you know, and of course, you know, I may close it out and give you guys my personal influences as well. Uh, But I'm making this more so about the guest right now and centering this around Black History Month because it's important to understand that it's more than just a month, uh, but understanding the fact that 
um, especially with Bianca Belair's win, as we just talked about. For that to kick off this month was phenomenal. Thank that you, was a, That was a great way to start off knowing, okay, we got a Black woman not only winning the Royal Rumble and being the first Black woman to do this, but also she's going to WrestleMania. And now go all the way, WWE, because you got two nights. You got two nights this year. Again, two nights. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair in the in the main event, in the main event on night main one event. or night two, whichever one. Take your pick. It, either way, you're gonna make history. You're making a two up. women yes. in the main event, one on one. Yeah, they had a women's triple threat main event. I'm mm-hmm. talking about one on one. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair in the main event for the women's <laughs> championship. Make it happen. I totally agree. Um, that definitely should be. Uh, because again, for a woman at this point, you would love to see Bianca win the championship, of course. Um, you know, obviously with Sasha being champ, you want her to hold on to it as long as possible uh, to do her justice. But if she were to drop it to anyone right now, it's Bianca. definitely Bianca, because Bianca has, much like Sasha, the same type of star quality. It's a good way to put her over and catapult her to that next level but even at this point if she were to fall for any reason she's already shown she does not need to win the title already at this moment yeah if bianca was to take the pin at wrestlemania it would not hurt her credibility whatsoever Mm -hmm. because she's already made history first woman to win first woman black woman to win the royal rumble match first Mm -hmm. black woman co-black woman along with mm-hmm. Sasha to main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like the promos alone mm-hmm. will be golden. Oh, because yeah. they because they they don't put trust in Sasha to the point where she can go by bullet points and not be scripted. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Sasha can be at the point where she can help Bianca as well. So oh yeah I, I totally agree. And so that's know, why it it listen make it happen. We 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 definitely hope to see it. Um, but Josh, man, listen, this was exactly why I had to make you the first guest on this thing, uh, because at the end of the day, again, this is in celebration of our black brothers and sisters in pro wrestling past, present and future, because it had to start somewhere. And we're looking at where it's headed now and where it continues to roll and everything's heading in the right direction. And so, again, especially in a business where I got to let you guys know, if you don't already know, backstage politics for African-American wrestlers are definitely there. Uh, have been there. I've heard some stories that I will not share with you guys because they were definitely shared for me on a personal level with talent that I'm going to keep between me and that talent. But I just want to say with the stuff that I've been told and what I've learned and doing my research and history, Black wrestlers, even to this day, still struggle still with some of that, those politics. Yeah, they still got and, the politics. Yeah. And they are slowly but surely breaking down a lot of those barriers, and they continually do it. And as you said, they are changing the narrative. They are taking it, and they are making it their own. So, uh, again, this is definitely going to be a regular thing. So uh, tune in for the next couple weeks uh, we're going to have more guests coming on and I'm going to talk with them and, you know, we're going to talk about their influence and who personally.
definitely influenced him because again, there's a lot of wrestlers to choose from. We're, we're, we were just bringing up literally who Josh was influenced by. So there's so many you probably say, well, what about this guy? Or what about this girl? Don't worry. There are so many to choose from. Trust me, other guests will give their intake. And believe me, on the final episode of this series, if there's anyone that does not get mentioned, I guarantee you guys personally, I will definitely show salutes and tributes to them myself for sure, okay? Right now, again, this episode in particular is about Ron Simmons and of course The Rock, who again, you will probably hear on a regular throughout this entire series. Nonetheless, uh, make sure you guys are subscribing to us. Uh, shout out to those of you who have subscribed on YouTube. Shout out to those of you guys who have subscribed on OTS, guys. Uh, if you didn't know, there's two ways you can subscribe to the Life's of Botch podcast. The most direct way to do it, just go on to On the Sidelines on YouTube. That is OTS, the media production company who pretty much allows life's a botch to uh live and give you guys the content it gives you guys so basically if you find them on youtube you will see the life's a botch podcast youtube or you can also go over there click on that content as well we're working on rebranding it a little bit more for you guys pretty soon uh so again make sure if you're on uh apple Podcasts, make sure you leave a review five star review make sure you definitely hit that subscription button because the more subscriptions we get the more this podcast continues to rank amongst wrestling podcasts so shout out to you guys if you have already been doing that and uh more importantly if you're listening on all the other podcasting platforms audible uh if you're listening on spotify you know uh title and all of these places that have podcasts Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This is a shorter than usual episode because this is just a mini series. Uh, as you guys know, I like to bring guests and wrestling talent on. We're still working on some extra talent coming to you guys soon. But in the meantime, got to keep you guys with some content just so y'all know that your boy ain't been away. Your boy been working, but he ain't going nowhere. All right, Life's a Botch podcast is here to stay and it will continually bring you guys content even with the questionable product that's out there on the floor and to this day yeah. your boy just got to get a little creative with it that's all we yeah. just gonna get a little creative with it josh can agree uh but nonetheless uh i would like to thank you guys so much for listening to this very very special episode and believe you me you want to make sure you tune in for next week's episode because it's going to be just as deep so in the meantime, Josh, please tell the people really quickly where they can find you, sir. If you ever heard me on a podcast before, and I don't know where you've been, you got to listen to this, man. I'm trying to tell you that right now, right here, right now. <laughs> but if you ever if you ever want to reach out to me, all you have to do is log on to joshuagresham.org. That website is currently under transition because I am currently in the process of launching a second website to completely focus on the podcast itself. But mm. in the meantime, if you want to find everything about Gresh Unleashed, because modern wrestling has not been my cup of tea lately. So it's been on a brief little hiatus. It'll probably be back sometime after, probably during the summer, maybe, at, or WrestleMania. Who knows? Still be mm-hmm. TBD. But if you want to follow me specifically on social media, at Josh, Josh Gresham ORG, that's on Twitter and Instagram, you can do so. 
And those links are all at that exact website, joshuagresham.org. And if you want to subscribe to me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Gresh Digital Media, or just simply search Gresham. My name will pop up just like that. In an instant, ladies and gentlemen. So you already know, again, thank you guys oh so much. Shout out to OTS and OTS guys for always always, always bringing us the platform right here on the Life's of Bosch podcast to bring you guys great content. So yet again, until the next time, y'all already know, it's your boy, Dwayne, the Prince of Botch. I am signing out. That's my boy, Josh Grisham. Too sweet for him one time for the Love people you, Derek. on the video. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks, for Life's, thanks for Life's of Botch. Love you, Derek. You, you know, happy, you happy know. birthday. Shout out to Derek. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next week's episode, speaking of Derek, you guys will actually, I'm just going to give you a little preview. You guys will actually see the creator of OTS come right here on this episode for next week as our guest to talk about his influences in black wrestlers and wrestling so ladies and gentlemen make sure you tune in for next week's episode and until next time we are signing out too sweet peace